Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Galatians. Today is episode 337. We're looking at Galatians chapter 2, verses 15 through 21. Let's read our passage. We are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. And yet, because we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, even we ourselves also have believed in Jesus Christ. This was so that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, because by the works of the law no human being will be justified. But if we ourselves are also found to be sinners while seeking to be justified by Christ, is Christ then a promoter of sin? Absolutely not. If I rebuild those things that I tore down, I show myself to be a lawbreaker. For through the law I died to the law, so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law... Then Christ died for nothing. This is Paul's letter to the churches of Galatia, southern Galatia, where he had visited with Barnabas on the first missionary journey. This letter is being written at the end of that missionary journey from Antioch in Syria. There's been problems back in Galatia. Some people are claiming that in order to become a Christian, you must first become a Jew. You must be circumcised in order to be made right with God. And so Paul's recounting his own encounter with the gospel and his history with the gospel. And he's encountering some problems he had in Antioch with the similar challenge of people saying, you must first become a Jew in order to become a Christian. And so last time we saw where he was challenging Peter about some of his conduct, where Peter used to hang out with the Gentiles, eat with them, until some people showed up from Jerusalem, from the circumcision party. And because they were there, Peter suddenly changed his behavior and started distancing himself from the Gentiles. And Paul says, and I challenged them on that. Well, why is this important? Because that's what they're facing in the Galatian area right now, this challenge that you have to become a Jew to become a Christian. So this section here that we're looking at today, it's kind of really still part of Paul's response to Peter structurally, but theologically he's now actually beginning, so it's kind of a transitional point. He's wrapping up the history but he's now shifting it to the current theological question. That is, do you really have to become a Jew in order to become a Christian? So verse 15, he says, We are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. Now his point here is the Jews are in a really privileged state as far as people on earth when it comes to salvation. They have had the word of God revealed to them. God has used them throughout history. So people who are born Jews really have a privileged status as far as the opportunity to experience salvation because they have the word of God. 
And so that's where he's beginning this thing, talking this, we are Jews by birth. Who's we? Well, he's really talking about himself and Peter at that particular time. And he's throwing in all the other Jewish Christians. But we're Jews by birth, not Gentile sinners. And that's really kind of a double whammy there, because Gentiles are sinners in the eyes of the Jewish people. So Gentile sinners is just piling on there. The the way they see it, your, your standard Jewish person would see it, is a Gentile doesn't follow the law. And one of the reasons is because Gentiles don't have the law. So they don't have the capacity to follow the law and uh, experience righteousness by following the law of God. So that's why Gentiles are considered sinners there. God didn't reveal himself to the Gentiles. He did to the Jews. And Paul continues here in verse 16. He says, and yet because we know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, even we ourselves have believed in Jesus Christ. Now, his point here is, remember, he's talking about we Jewish believers in Christ, we Jewish Christians. So he's, he's really talking about he, Paul, and Peter, the ones who are having this uh, tiff in Antioch. He says, we were Jews. We were born Jews. We were born with the word of God. But even we recognize that you have to be justified through faith in Jesus Christ. That's why we believed in Jesus Christ. Because it wasn't sufficient just through the law of Moses. He continues, this was so that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. Because by the works of the law, no human being will be justified. Now, he's making a loose quote from Psalm 143.2, which says something along the lines of, No one living is righteous before you. And so he's, he's making this Old Testament uh, appeal that even the Word of God says, the Old Testament says, you know, people are not declared righteous before you because of what they do. It's only through faith. And so if those who have been in this favored status of having the word of God, of being born as Jews, even recognize you have to have faith in Christ, well, that's obviously the the central thing. Verse 17, he says, But if we ourselves are also found to be sinners while seeking to be justified by Christ, Is Christ then a promoter of sin? Absolutely not. Now, translators have trouble with this whole section because it's it's very compact in the original Greek. That is, it's hard to translate. And every word has impact on the overall meaning. But the, the point he's making here is if we are found to be sinners while seeking to be justified by Christ... What they're being accused of is sinning by primarily the big thing, eating with Gentiles. That's sin, according to what the challengers are saying. And Paul says, well, if we are sinners by doing this, that is by following Christ, does that mean that Christ now is a promoter of sin? No. And so he just uh, throws that out. 
verse 18. If I rebuild those things that I tore down, I show myself to be a lawbreaker. I think the best understanding of this is, and he's throwing Peter in here too, is they have promoted the idea that you are not saved through following the law of Moses. You're saved through faith in Jesus Christ. So if they now turning aside from that, changing their mind, they're trying to put back together the very things they tore down, which would be wrong. It'd be a lawbreaker. Then verse 19, it says, For through the law I died to the law, so that I might live for God. This is just an awkward statement, and it's hard to say exactly what he's really saying here, but is it because it is following the law that he recognized the law could not save him, so because of that he died to the law so they could live for Christ. I, I think that's the best way to understand that. Verse 20, I've been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So this is just the language of new creation. I am a new person through my faith in Jesus Christ. I am not who I used to be. I'm not about what I used to be about. I, That old me is dead. There's a new me now in Christ. Now verse 21. So he wraps up this argument. I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died for nothing. If anybody could have been saved through the law, probably Paul would be on that short list. Because he was incredibly studious, incredibly careful to follow the law, very zealous to follow the law. And Paul came to realize, no, I cannot be saved through the law. And so he turned to Christ. And he throws this challenge out here. If he could be saved through the law, if he could be saved through Judaism, by following Judaism, if he could be saved by being circumcised and following the Jewish laws, if that would make you right with God, then there is no need for what Jesus did. Because all you need to do then is jump through the hoops of, of Judaism and you're right with God. But the very fact that Jesus died for our sins shows that what was there was insufficient. This wraps up chapter 2. And remember chapter 1 and 2 was the historical context. And this last part here was a transition from the, he's still really talking the historical stuff, but he's now really talking the theology. And so next time we'll begin chapter 3 where he's actually really solidly beginning his theological treatise about what salvation is all about, justification by faith. But here he wraps up with this uh, pretty strong statement here. Basically, if you could have been saved through Judaism, then there was no reason for Christ to die on the cross. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Paul's letter to the churches of Galatia.